Hey, this is the Sons on Vinyl Show, the only show that will make your ears bleed. This week, we've got graphic novels, we've got Kiss, Pantera, and a little bit of guitar in the mix. We'll be right back. <laughs> As always, Phil Boyer. If you don't know my name by now, I, I don't know what to tell you. And with me, as always, every single week we do the show, is my brother from another mother, Professor Rockstar Extraordinaire, lead singer of bands, past, present, future, and in multiple dimensions that you don't even know exist yet. Mr. Mike Svensson, Mike you got some feedback. I, I got some kicking feedback. it off with feedback, doing something a little different this week. Yeah, but but it's I, I just want to take a minute and say, wouldn't it be great if I was a singer from a another dimension. I wonder how that would go. I, I, that would be great. I think Th that's my yes. next project. Being that's your next able project? to travel to another dimension and and sing in a band. And I, I've covered it all up. I'm I'm the, a universal singer. There, there there was a show called Sliders. Oh, it was on what? the Sci-Fi Channel. Okay. Sliders. Sliders. And uh, it was sort of like where they would slide between dimensions. I didn't oh. really watch the show, so I don't know much about it. But I wonder if they ever did an episode like that where the characters actually Ooh. slid into another dimension and, and played oh. in a band. Oh, cool. I don't know. Oh. Maybe it could be me. In, Maybe I, it was I don't you. Know. Yes. Yeah. Going back to the feedback. Yes. Um, this is kind of crazy because we we uh, covered this uh, so many times uh, with, with Soren and uh, we have done so many segments about this. But it's um, I started with an. Uh, a TikTok account called Sounds and Vinyl, like my, my Instagram account. And people have been starting following me all over the place. I, I guess I've talked about this before, and, and people uh, tend to look things up. So I got the question. Uh, oh, I can't remember his name. Uh, I'm, I'm sorry if, if you're listening, but but it, the, the question goes like this, because we talked about the different pressings and 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 um, if there if the first pressing that you get from 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 a band, uh, let's say so, uh, I'm, a, I'm a collector of uh, Kiss, so I need the first pressings, the US first pressings with Kiss, because I think uh, that's important. Um, if I follow a band and I collect their stuff, I, I want to have the first pressings from the country that they originated from. So with that being said, um, the question was, if I get a second, third or fourth reissue or pressing, would that sound any different from, from the original one? And... Uh, the short answer is yes. Uh, there is a lack of sound quality, uh, in my opinion. Uh, when you go to the third and fourth pressing of, of that album, 
And because let's say we, we talk about, um, okay, we're moving from KISS. So we are not talking about KISS all the time. We're going into talking about like a band called Iron Maiden. So if, if we go talk about the first album that Iron Maiden did in 1980, the first pressings, the first UK pressings are really, really good. Then uh, they got pretty, pretty famous really quick. They went on tour with Kiss in, in 1980. So when the word spread that, oh, you need to check out this band. So they started touring all over the place. And, and of course, there were, there were some demands uh, on, on vinyl records. So they uh, needed to do a second pressing of that album. Then the f uh, third pressing came. And then you got um, some of those uh, discount album. Uh, it's sort of like a manufacturer, if, if you will, not a pressing plant per se, I think. And they're called Fame. We talked about them before. Uh, and I will show you. Uh, this is a, a Fame album because we, we got the logo up there where it says Fame. And so these. Stupid. What? Yeah. That's so stupid. It's, it's so stupid, yeah. Like, how do you ruin an album cover like Iron Maiden's first record with Eddie right there? How do you I don't freaking know. ruin that with your stupid Fame? Thing. I actually don't know, but but it's a if if you want to you, you need to buy uh, a license for, for for this, but and I don't know why uh, they decided to do this uh, if Maiden was at all involved with it, but it's it's they are uh, quite well known the Fame label. We talked about this with White Snake, uh, Soren that. Uh, used to be on the show. I I bought a White Snake album, and in between songs, you can hear a different band playing on this White Snake album called Trouble. So if you get these, it's a it's the white um, album with with the snake, and and there's a Fame logo on it, and you can hear a. Uh, um, oh, I can't remember because we sorted it out. It's it's um. It's, um a UK band, um, hmm. some sort of 70s, I don't know. <clears throat> but it's in between. So it's um, cheap mixes. Um, the sound is uh, lacks of quality. You can still play it, and, and it's... But it's if you're like me, you collect stuff, and, and you listen, have listened to music um, on vinyl, since I was like 13 years old, which is sort of like almost 35, 40 years. So I can tell the difference. So, right. But if, if you're a, a beginner and, and you don't have much money, I, I, I understand what, why you want to pick this up. I, I did uh, back in the day, and I have kept it because it's um, uh, the one I could afford when I was a kid. But later on i bought the the uk original so to to answer the question yes there is a difference for me when i listen to it um in, in sound quality i think the first pressings are really good it's mustard and 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 
and uh, cut in in the way that the band were it, it was meant to to sound like uh, and another question that, that that came along with with uh, this one with, with the second pressings and so forth was uh, actually the that we talked about the hot mix with with um, Led Zeppelin 2 and and for for people out there who don't know what I'm talking about it's I'm going to take the short wor- version um uh there is it we're talking about this album I'm holding it up for people watching on YouTube uh it's Led Zeppelin 2 um so from the get go uh it was uh, mastered by uh, Robert Ludwig who did uh, a really really uh bass filled mastering if if you know that's the easiest way to 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 um ex- explain it so and the head of atlantic records he, he gave the album to his niece i think it is a, a small child who puts puts the record on her kitty turntable and uh, the needle skipped so many times that that she couldn't play the the album and and the head of atlantic freaked out and said oh man you got to stop this Stop the presses right now. We need another mix of, of this album. We need a, 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 another cut. Because uh, he was afraid that, that people weren't going to be able to, to play the, the album. Uh, which wasn't the case. But only on this <laughs> kitty turntable. God knows what kind of turntable that was. Anyhow. So uh, the, it, it got um, a new monster. Uh, uh, a new mix, and it was not done by Robert Ludwig, but the Robert Ludwig one is, is in fact, what we collectors call the Holy Grail. So if you're uh, getting your hands on that one in fair or decent condition, you might pay around like 250 300 but if you want that in a good condition or, or mint, it's between like 300 to a uh, six mm. 700 something like that dollars so it's between like 3000 and, and 6000 swedish crowns uh but so the question was if i buy uh if i can before the hot mix will i get cheated and the answer is no cuz this is i i don't own the hot mix I've listened to it and it sounds freaking amazing, but this is an original uh, copy from from um, uh, a U.S. copy and and it sounds great. Uh, so, with that being said, you are in the clear as long as you keep it to the originals. There are reprints from the nineties from the 80s, from the 90s, and I think even from the early 2000s, and you got to beware of those. So, and then they'll have remasters. I, d- I don't know if they released it uh, current. I don't know. Somebody told me that there were, were some, some uh, remasters from like two, mm. th- 2017 or something like that, but I, d- I don't know. I'm I'm keeping it to 1969. I'm kind of surprised uh, that they out. never released like a vinyl box set and included yep. that Ludwig mix in there. 
That would have sold like yeah. a motherfucker, yeah. I'm sure. I I don't think that Yeah, I don't think that the bands necessarily know that it is uh a holy grail or maybe it is because I've heard this rumor that Robert Plant is in fact a vinyl collector himself. So maybe, just maybe, uh, and this is me speculating that he wants to keep it like this so that people are on the hunt so that Led Zeppelin never goes out of style because you always need that holy grail from Led Zeppelin the Beatles White Album or Zeppelin will never go out of style come on I mean his music's like 50 years old man and it's still (laughs) still just amazing it's still man it is it is well you mentioned Kiss a minute ago and your buddy Gene 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 the Love Machine as he likes to call himself or used to I don't know if he still does but yes um Two things about him. First, I don't know if you heard, but he had to go in for surgery to get some kidney stones removed. That, that oh, never yes. had the kidney stones, and I hope I never fucking do because I've heard that is just the most painful oh, me thing either. ever. Oh, so oh, um, yeah. so hopefully oh. he's doing well after that. Oh. But I did see an article this morning, right before recording the show, actually, that he says he knows when and where the last. Very last, the final Kiss concert will be, but he's keeping it a secret. Mm-hmm. Dick. Oh. <laughs> the, the, uh, I mean, the venue? I think also? so, yeah. He, he knows all that, but he's not telling anybody. Yeah. But because, I mean, they booked Madison Square Garden before, and then COVID came, so... I don't know. Genie's always yapping his mouth. I don't know. <clears throat> I mean, why why shouldn't they close down that that show in in a different town than New York where it all started? I mean, it, that would be stupid. So, I, and the only venue there is is Madison Square Garden because that's when what both Paul and Gene were going for one of these days i mean paul wrote a, a yellow cab in new york city for crying out loud and 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 dropped people off to see elvis and, and said to himself one of these days i'm gonna play in that venue and they did so but it's yeah well gene gene is gene but i don't know maybe they're gonna be they're gonna do like a big giant parade through the streets <laughs> of new york are you surprised i'm not <laughs> <laughs> and it it's it's funny because they they were this is the the end of the road tour and I saw uh, in June I saw the the last show in Sweden in Gothenburg that's the last show ever in Sweden and now Doc McGee their manager said well we're going another round and I'm like what for real no we're celebrating fifty years. It's the 50 years anniversary of KISS 2023. So we're coming to Europe again. Oh, good Lord. I hope not. I love it's a KISS. Money grab, man. Oh, man. You, you know me. I'm a KISS fan. I'm a KISS nerd. I collect stuff and I know stuff that I'm not supposed to know. But, but come on. Really? 
We had our goodbyes. It's enough. Jeez. <laughs> but would I buy a ticket, of course? You're, you're still going to fucking go. <laughs> yes. You know you're going to go. Yes, I you're know. You're going to get tickets and you're going to oh, go. Yeah. And you're going to have a blast. You you know that's yeah, what's going to happen. still, I have to complain, though. But still. That's because they, they know that's what's going to happen, man. Yeah. They know they got your money. Yeah. And, and, and speaking of shows, Pantera, they're coming to Sweden Rock Festival. We, t- we talked about this Pantera reunion with all Yay. the original members. Hey, wait, what? Yay. Yay. <laughs> wait, what? Yay. Yeah. Um, Dimebag is dead and, and uh, Vinny Paul is dead. So I don't know. I don't know. Zach Wild on guitar. Phil Anselmo, and of course, I don't know who's playing bass. I, I think it's a Pantera bass player. Oh, I can't remember who's who played the drums because I, I, I really don't care. I don't either. No, but but it's no, in man. the news and people go, "Wow, Pantera, fuck yeah!" And I'm thinking, this is not Pantera. This is a cover band. You know, uh, Pantera is one of those bands that I think I mentioned this on the show before. They they have this loyal fan base. Yes. It's almost like these guys are icons in the metal scene. Hmm. There, there, there's this this younger group of, of people that think Pantera is the best freaking metal band ever. Mm-hmm. And I don't understand it. No, no uh, I'm not going to say they 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 suck like some of the the other bands that came out in the '90s. I don't like their flavor; it's not my thing. No. But I don't get why people think this band is so fucking amazing. And if you're listening out there, I honestly, truly want to know. I want an answer to that question. If you can tell me why, if you're one of these people that think Pantera's one of these great bands, go to soundsonvinyl.com slash fan dash feedback and leave me a voicemail and tell me why. And I will play that shit on the show because that to me, that's one of these, these great mysteries in life in, in, in the rock world. <clears throat> right. I mean, <clears throat> I, I, I can listen to some bands and go, okay. Like Michael Jackson, right. Mm-hmm. Okay. This, the King of pop. All right, I get it. I guess the king of rock and roll, Elvis Presley. First, I don't think that I think that's bullshit. He's not the king of rock and roll. Maybe at the time he was, not so much anymore. I, I also don't get Elvis mm-hmm. um, either. That, that's another one. I mean, I guess for the time I get it, like the Beatles. Yeah, of course I get mm-hmm. it. I get why all the girls were crazy and you know why they couldn't go anywhere. I, I get all that. But come on, Pantera! Mm-hmm. Like they—they they weren't any better than like Godsmack or Disturbed or any of those other like. I want. I want to take a minute and, 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 and comment on that Elvis Elvis thing, but but Pantera, no, I I I don't see that. I mean, they got a couple of songs, but but I don't know. It's it's strange. I I totally agree with you. Uh, one of the biggest, I, I think it's when Dimebag died. I think there was um, uh, a before and after. 
that people, wow, I, I saw Pantera with the original lineup. I saw them with Dimebag. Oh, my God. Have you seen them with Dimebag? Oh, man. And so I. So the whole dead famous thing? I think so. I'm not sure at all. Yeah. And um, I'm the one to talk about, about like, being uh, uh, some sort of, like, cover artists i mean of, of course that there's always kiss with two original members but i, I don't know uh so um no I, i'm not interested in pantera so so with that being said but you mentioned elvis and you don't understand oh man i'm okay so elvis elvis has a great voice mm -hmm. And arguably, he's a good performer. Oh, yeah. But he didn't write shit. No. No. He just performed. And for me, <clears throat> a, a great musician mm -hmm. needs to write also. Oh, yeah. He didn't write anything. No. He, he's, he performed other people's songs. Yes. He was almost a glorified covered band, yeah. if yeah. you will. And he knew it. So that's why I to, – to say the king of, of, of rock and roll mm – -hmm. No, man, you can't be the king and not actually do the work. No. Uh, Sorry. Yeah. Well, um, I. Hmm. How should I put this? Uh, he didn't want to. Be. I'm full of shit. No, 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 no. <laughs> he he didn't want to be. He he he. The only thing that he wanted to do is is sing black people's music. That's the only thing he, that he wanted. I thought. I think that he wrote. The first song, the first single that uh, ever came out, was uh, uh, a tribute to his his mother. So that one he wrote, but um, he didn't want to be. There was something going on in America at the time, and Colonel Tom Parker he he took advantage of that. So he made him. He became a product. He be became a product exactly. of, of American culture. And I don't think that he saw himself as the king of rock and roll. I think that's a label that that people gave him. Uh, and I know, I know, because I've seen some interviews where they talk about um, uh, writing music, and he said, "Well, all the good songs are already written, so and I just sing them." So I, I, with that being said, I think that he's. To me, that makes him even bigger, if you know what I mean. Because he knew mm. he wasn't playing a part. He wasn't playing a role. He didn't want this from the get-go. He, he just rolled with it. And, and when the roller coaster was in, in like, free fall, he couldn't stop it. He couldn't stop it because he had obligations. And so, but he knew, he knew the only thing that he took control over was the 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 comeback special uh that one he he did the way he wanted to do all dressed in black leather and and because i think that at to to a certain point Col colonel tom parker didn't want the the comeback special to be like that but he wanted to take it down a notch and and just the the, the the uh, the stage in, in in the middle of the audience only the the square one you, you've seen it the mm -hmm. 
and mm. and it's you got Gigi Fontana playing his drums on 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 the guitar lid, and and it's it's raw, and and that's what he wanted to do. He didn't want the Vegas shows. He was forced into doing the Vegas show because uh, Parker he struck a deal with. with he wanted to mm. go overseas, but since Colonel Tom Parker was uh, a, a Dutch native and he was wanted in in Europe, he couldn't leave the states. <laughs> so, um, but maybe it's too much crowning him the king of rock and roll. I I don't know, but he didn't do it himself. Uh, he didn't want this. No, but he he still lived it, and oh, he yeah. still oh yeah kept it going. Yes. He, he kept that that moniker alive and people still keep that moniker alive for him and i think there's a lot you know i'd argue ronnie james dio's actually the king of rock and roll he actually sings he was the king yeah you know and and he's way more talented than elvis and let me be clear i'm not saying elvis isn't talented he's you know he's a great performer um right up there with like david lee roth Mm -hmm. As you know, I wouldn't call him a front man because it's just Elvis, but you know, mm. he's still got that front man charisma yeah. kind of thing. Right. Um, so, and, and, you know, he, he does have a great voice and he did sing <clears throat> those songs beautifully. Right. So he does have talent, but the King, you know, and deserve all these accolades all these years later down the road, you know, 30, 40 years after. I just, I don't get it. Mm, but I, I think just, if, I, I if it wasn't for Elvis, I don't think none of us will, would be here. I, I, I actually... You know, I, I, I disagree with that. I, I think there was a lot of stuff going on at the time that was as good. I mean, you look at the Beatles. Oh, yeah, but, but right? that, that was like 10, years, 10 by, years after. Right. But... The Beatles still would have been a thing. Oh yeah, oh yeah. See, because because like like you you mentioned, I I think the the problem with music is that a lot of these artists are manufactured. Yeah. You know, you you look at Britney Spears and all the boy bands and and all that. They're all manufactured. Mm-hmm. They have a certain look. They have a certain appeal, and their audience is very focused and specific. And the music may not be the best in the world, but it appeals to a certain audience oh, yeah. and it doesn't have to be the best in the world. And I think you, you saw a lot of that in American music back in the fifties, mm. but, you know, but, uh, where you had a lot of that mm. manufactured stuff. I mean, I, again, I'm not discounting any talent. I mean, you got to have talent in the first mm. place to even get to a certain level except for maybe Millie Vanilli. <laughs> we all know that controversy. Um, oh, man. <laughs> oh, and we are all over the fucking yeah. place on this show. We don't, but, but anyway, I, I, I just, you know, it's, <clears throat> it's, it's an interesting thing to think about, like all the old music and to say, well, we wouldn't be here if it wasn't for Elvis. I, I think that's given Elvis a hell of a lot of credit that he doesn't but, deserve. But I it's, think it's, it's, we, it's not... it, it would find a way. It would find somebody else would have come up and, and been the Elvis and, and it would yeah, have happened. But they didn't. And, and if you listen, they didn't to, have to. Though. And if the, you listen to, to singers like Ron James D or Rob Halford, Bruce Dickinson, and, and whatnot, they, all of them mention Elvis. And all of them mention 
the Beatles. I, I remember growing up listening to Elvis Presley and the Beatles. Uh, when I saw the Beatles on Ed Sullivan, I knew I wanted to be a guitar player, singer, drummer, whatever. They always mention Elvis and the Beatles. That's the two main characters that, that all of the, the our heroes that we grew up with in the 80s, all of them mention Elvis and the Beatles. So, but it could have easily been somebody else had wasn't. Elvis and the Beatles not but existed. But it wasn't. It wasn't. I mean, except for those Beatles and Elvis, name two other acts that came close to those in 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 that period of time. Um, I dare you. In the fifties and sixties. But but that's not really the point you said that we wouldn't be here if it wasn't for yes, Elvis because I think I'm saying I think Elvis paved the way for, for bands like Led Zeppelin and 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 oh, I, I can't think of another uh, Black Sabbath and, and, and so forth I, I'm not disagreeing with you on that mm-hmm. my point is had Elvis not happened we would still have Led Zeppelin we'd still have Black Sabbath. We'd still have a lot of these bands that we listen to today. They just because somebody would have taken Elvis's place. Somebody would have taken the Beatles' place. Somebody would have, you know, done those things. And music is, you know, you you look at a lot of artists today that don't credit Elvis or the Beatles. Mm-hmm. In different genres, oh, yeah. right? You look at that, and and so music, music finds a way. Yeah, but but I think it always it, it would have been someone else. Yeah, that that took that over. I I I. Yes, they may credit Elvis, but that doesn't mean Elvis is solely responsible for the music that we have today. Um, that that we wouldn't have this music today if it wasn't for Elvis. Because all of that stuff came from 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 the black people. I mean, I don't think that that Led Zeppelin or the Rolling Stones had come to think about all the good folk music and and blues if it wasn't for like a white dude introducing it to to the general public. Maybe Led Zeppelin would have been yeah, I, the white band that would it, have introduced it's, it's it. It's a lot of maybe. You know, I I think it's 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 easy to say because it happened mm-hmm. that that's because of Elvis. That's where we are today. But yeah. to say that it wouldn't have happened without Elvis, mm-hmm. I, I I I can't buy into that premise okay. because I, I feel like somebody would have taken that place again. It could have been Led Zeppelin. Yeah. It could have happened. You know. Mm-hmm. 15 years later yeah. instead of in the fifties, it would have happened in the mid sixties. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, you know, I, I think that's, you know, anyway, like I said, yeah. I, I, I don't, you're right. They give Elvis a lot of credit. I, I don't get it. I don't understand no. it. Maybe it's cause I'm not a musician, but, well, but it is what it let's is. Agree to disagree <laughs> this time. Yeah. Moving along. 
You have something Moving else along, in, in you your, your news feed? Well, uh, Metallica and Def Leppard oh. partner with Vault to launch some graphic novels. Oh, shit. A whole giant graphic novel line. And there's some other artists involved in this, too. Um, they created this this new entity called Headshell. Okay. And uh, according to them, it's a new line of graphic novels from Vault that present original stories inspired by artists' careers and music, <clears throat> giving fans an all-new way to connect with the artists and music they love. Man. I don't know what the hell that means, but Me um, yeah, they're... They didn't really reveal a lot of info in this article, but uh, the only thing they did say is they're bringing hysteria, Def Leppard's hysteria, to life. Oh, another graphic novel from another band. Oh, I'm so excited. No, I'm not. You're not a graphic novel guy? <clears throat> I am, but uh, I read a lot of comics, but, but I, I, I just don't get it. Uh, I mean, we're doing this album. It's, it's going to be a graphic novel. Hooray. I, I don't know. Release another album for crying out loud. Put put some stuff in there. I mean, let us have the full package, the full Monty, like we did in the 80s, with stickers and posters and, and whatnot. Creating a graphic novel. So you're saying, and, and I kind of like this idea, mm -hmm. so you're saying instead of doing this, mm -hmm. that should be the inner art and stuff, yes. right? Yeah. It should be put the graphic novel inside yeah. the vinyl record or or, or not a, a, a complete graphic novel but but some sort of idea that hasn't been done before i mean you still open up um i got a, a, a um another copy of of oh van halen the green one oh uh women and children yes. first and and you open it up and there's a big poster of David Lee Roth. I mean, it's it still gets me to this day. Holy shit! <laughs> I mean, to be able to see him right there, it's. I mean, they didn't care. They 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 just wanted to give something else in there. I mean, you got the posters with Kiss and and you got all the the the, the nitty gritty stuff. From, from bands like that but I mean to be able to to do something like that again this is just another way to 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 get people to pay more money for stuff that they don't actually need oh there, there's a right. it's a graphic novel I mean a, a, an album a vinyl record today is around like... 35 to four forty dollars uh, I mean you pay that and then on top of it all you have to pay for a graphic novel because you want it all I mean wouldn't that be cool if they let's say they did a re-release of of some of the albums and in there was like uh, some sheets of of if you want to do a comic or a graphic novel, but you get that alongside the the vinyl record, like you did in the eighties, you get get oh you get this exclusive stuff in there, and and it's not gonna rob you blind. I don't know. I I, I like that idea. <clears throat> I think the problem these days is that revenues for bands are shrinking yeah. because record labels 
are taking all the money. I know. And I think the the graphic novels is a way. I think that money goes directly to the bank. Yeah. But you but, know, depending on what the, the the deal is they have with the record company and and hmm. and that, I mean, they may have to pay some kind of royalty to the record company. But but don't you think they, that Def Leppard, uh, alongside with Metallica, they own their own stuff? I mean, Metallica has his own record label, so so they make all the money. Don't you think that Def Leppard has something similar? I'm just throwing it out there. I actually don't know. I I don't know as though either band owns all of the rights to their music. Does Metallica own the rights to Kill 'Em All and Ride the Lightning oh. and some of those early ones, or is it from, you know, the probably not the Black Album, but was it Load that came after that? Like yeah. going forward, they might. But the real so, I I don't know. I don't know who owns the rights to that. Mm -hmm. I I think. I, 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 you have an extremely valid point and, and it sucks for the fans. And that's why I'm not a big fan of these major record labels, because I think ultimately they don't just screw over the artist, but they screw over the fans as well. Yeah. I mean, I, I agree with you a hundred percent, you know, it would be awesome to get some kind of vinyl special vinyl pack yeah. and you, you get that, that mini graphic novel yeah. in there that would be amazing. That would be so cool. Yeah. That would be the the new the the modern version of the the inserts and all yeah. that. I think yeah. that would be kick ass. But fans probably can't afford to to give the record label all that money. <clears throat> no, I guess not. But okay, if if people <laughs> want to go with that great uh, graphic novel, who am I to stop them? Go ahead, do it. And speaking of one of the bands that you mentioned, Metallica, they did a a cool thing. They celebrated. Uh, let me see. Celebrate the life and legacy and achievement of Megaforce Records founder Johnny Zazula and his wife Marsha Zazula with a special concert. Johnny died a couple of years ago, uh, so they are paying tribute. I I saw pictures of his kids there, um, and they played a special concert on November sixth in Hollywood, Florida. And they played, oh, listen to this set list, my friend. They opening up with Creeping Death, Ride Lightning, Mow the Breath, No Remorse, Trapped Under Ice, The Call of Cthulhu, Good Lord, Phantom Lord, Am I Evil, Metal Militia, From Whom the Bell Tolls, Whiplash, Faded Black, Seek and Destroy, and for Encores, it's Fight Fire with Fire, Blitzkrieg, and Hit the Lights. Dude. The glory days. The glory the days. Glory That's days. one hell of a fucking set you list. You see? I mean, put that on a slab of vinyl right there, and I'll buy that shit. Oh. You see? Oh, remembering, remembering Johnny Sassula with, with a vinyl record to set the record straight. I've heard a couple of songs. They released it, and fuck, it sounds amazing. I mean, when they do those old songs, they do it to a T. It's, oh, man, it's like it throws me back to the early 80s. Listen to it. Oh, man, oh, man. I would buy that. Even. I'd buy that Yeah, record, me man. too. I would totally buy that record. <clears throat> that's a phenomenal stuff. Yeah. That's got, that's got everything. That's some cool stuff. And speaking of cool yeah. stuff, I got another one. Uh, Gibson Guitars announced an auction event to raise funds for the people of Ukraine. And the auction is for instruments from Slash, Paul McCartney, and Alex Lifeson of Rush. 
and I think they were gonna come up with a shitload of money for for those. I think that's a good thing that Gibson did there mm-hmm. for for yeah. the people of Ukraine. Fuck that. That's some, yeah. Some we need to be doing more for those oh, guys, yeah. but we won't we won't go down that path. No. But yeah, that that's really awesome. That's good to hear yeah. that. Hopefully they'll raise a shitload of money and yeah, I, I really hope so too. Help out Ukraine. Yeah. Yeah. You got something more it's in a, definitely in, a good cause. Yeah, you got something more in the news? No, I was just gonna say though, going back to Metallica mm-hmm. and the um the graphic novel, because they're gonna be doing one of those. Yeah. Can we keep our fingers crossed that it's gonna be about the black album? <laughs> so you can you can rip that apart too. <laughs> <laughs> We're doing uh, a special with Metallica Black Album. <laughs> <laughs> graphic novel with with um D- Dave Mustaine doing the blow by blow descriptions. <laughs> Actually, I, I will make a promise to the Sounds on Vinyl audience right now. Yeah. If they do release a graphic novel on the Black Album, yes. I will buy it. Oh. I will read it. Yes. While while listening to the Black Album in its entirety, I won't skip songs. Oh man. And I will give a review. Well, that's a promise. Phil, mm-hmm. right here on the Sons on Vinyl podcast, if Metallica releases a graphic novel about the Black Album, he's going to buy it, read it, and then, I don't know. It's gonna, It's too epic to think about, man. <laughs> And while listening to the Black Album, oh man, it, it might it, it might disturb the world a little too much. I don't know. <laughs> we'll have to see. We'll have to oh, see. Oh man, and but uh, <clears throat> we're gonna leave. We got some music oh, yeah. this week, man. I mean, I I think we should do this more often. Uh, it's remember we call it a, the pick of the week. And mm-hmm. and I still think that's that's a great name. So I'm I'm this segment I'm uh, baptizing pick of the week again. So and this is a Swedish band called the Undertakers, and the Undertakers was was formed in 1989. Man, wow. that's a long time ago. Been around a while. Yeah, they describe their music as uh, a mix between seventies hard rock and 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 punk rock music. Uh, they released one EP in nineteen ninety one and four singles in two thousand twenty two. I don't know if they were on hiatus or or whatever. And they released uh, two new videos uh, during two thousand and twenty two. And I think this is a really kick-ass band. Uh, I, I ran across them uh, when I, I posted stuff with with my um, one of my bands called Dead Anarchy. Um, so, and we started commenting, and uh, I've been having some conversations with 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 the band, and uh, I asked them, "Do you want to be a part of of?" of the Sons of Vinyl podcast that will play your song because they got a, a great song called Murder Face, uh, which we're going to play in, in just a second. But uh, for me, my take on this is I think it's a mix between Iggy and the Studios, New York Dolls, and Monster Magnet. 
which is monster magnet. Yeah, I, I, that's a band I'd not heard in a long yeah, time. I, I really, yeah. really love that band. It, they're straightforward, and and there there is something going on there. So and and if if you mix those into you, you get the Undertakers in in my opinion. So this is. <laughs> Uh, a brand new one. It's called Murder Face. This is The Undertakers. <laughs> right there <laughs> fucking hell you see i mean to be to be able to play music since 1989 the same band that's fucking hell you, you get an applause for me right there yeah, there, yeah, that's, yeah it's, that's it's a pretty, great that's band. pretty good to, to last that long <clears throat> oh yeah you know it seems to be that's awesome yeah it, it seems to be that they they got new stuff in in in, in the making so so we'll we'll um We'll keep you posted. Gotta keep our eyes on. Yeah, them. yeah. We'll yeah. keep your our eyes on them, and 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 maybe play them here again on the Science of Vinyl podcast. So, well, with that being said, that's it. That's, that's it. it. That's no more. Well, Remember, go to soundsonvinyl.com slash fan dash feedback. You can weigh in on the whole Elvis discussion. You can weigh in on the whole graphic novel discussion. You can weigh in on anything you want. You get to leave us a ninety second voicemail which is a good, good chance, a better than average chance of actually getting played on the show. So go make it happen. 
And uh, check out sonsonvinyl.com for videos. If you're only listening to this, we've got videos on sonsonvinyl.com so you can see how gorgeous we are and <laughs> and all that good stuff. So um, I guess until next week. Later. Later. <laughs>